today's term is response cost. Ah, okay. Now, this is going to be something that's a little bit more familiar with us. I talk on the show all the time about, we talk about ABA, Applied Behavior Analysis, because we know that when teaching things, it's the most effective strategy to teach something for anybody, but it really is very effective for our kids as well, right? Um, and, and that it's a new way of thinking of things. Broaden your horizons and think of things. And typically we're thinking of how do we reinforce good behavior. So we know that rule number one is if you do something um, and, and you do it over and over and over again, it's because there's something about it that's reinforcing. And we're trying to get away from this, this thing of punishment and taking away, right? Except that sometimes there are exceptions to that, right? So this is a more familiar concept for us. Let's take a look at what our actual definition for response cost is. Response cost, when a stimulus is taken away as a consequence of behavior and the effect is to reduce the frequency of the behavior. All right, that, that's as our actual definitions go, it's, it's not impenetrable, right? We can sort of understand it. But let's go to our working definition here, working definition of response cost, another way to make behavior less frequent. It is the name given for removing reinforcement from children when they exhibit inappropriate behavior or fail to comply. So, you know, we talk all that we talked the other day about a token economy, right? And a token economy can work in two different ways, just like life can work in two different ways, right? I tend to want to look at the glass half full because things get done easier that way, but every once in a while, it is more effective to take something away. So, for instance, for um, a token economy, I might go, uh, I gave the example the other day about when we went to the zoo and I had a pen and I was marking off because I didn't want to have stickers or anything and I didn't even want to have my phone, that I said to my son, get 30, I think it was 30 hash uh, marks on my hand and I'll take you to in and out right? So that was a token economy. The token was the little hash mark on my hand that if he, you know, if I saw him, I wanted to catch him. He was an age where I wanted to catch him doing good behaviors. So if he was being kind to Jack Riley because we were there with the A-word folks, uh, I would give him a little hash mark. If he uh, showed good eye contact, I would, you know, uh, do a little hash mark 30 and he got to go to in and out right? So that's the reinforcer. Now for response cost, what I could do is say, um, you know, uh, I, I'm going to give you X numbers of try because I don't expect you to be perfect, right? But I only want to have to, across the entire visit to the zoo, I only want to have to give you three warnings. Um, so you've got three stickers to start with uh, or three hash marks to start with on my hand and you know, if I have to give you a warning, then I'm going to put a line through one, you're losing that sticker. And then if you run out of them, you don't get your reward, right? So there is a cost for having, it's not necessarily a punishment, right? But there is a cost for having done a behavior that we don't want to see as frequently, right? And sometimes that can be more effective. It can result in the thing ta being taken away, but I, I, that we, we start to get into punishment, right? And what we know about punishment is that it isn't as effective, right? It's, I find for me and for my son in my little <laughs> experiments, right? Um, that it's more effective if I threaten him, and <coughs> please don't think, excuse me, that I never have done this or that I never do this. That if I threaten him and go, if you do that, you're gonna lose X, Y, and Z. I'm a human being. And I forget what I know on a daily basis. Ask Kelby, he'll tell you. Um, so, uh, you know, and I will, I will say that. Uh, my sister has an expression about don't write checks your body can't cash, 
right? <laughs> or that you don't have your mouth write checks that your body can't cash. So uh, I'll say to him, you know, if you do that, then, you know, there's no TV for, for the night. And, and as soon as I know that, I know that I am mentally unwell. <laughs> I have forgotten everything that I know because it never is effective for me. It just never is. If I really want to get to good behavior um, and I give him an option of, you know, I'm going to give you three, three different opportunities and I'm going to give you a warning, I only ever usually end up using one and we get the good behavior. And honestly, that's really where our heads should all be is, is how do we get to the good behavior, not how do we punish the dickens out of the kid to hopefully at some time when they're 35 have them have the life switch go on in real life, right? And that's with neurotypical kids and with kids who are on the autism spectrum. So response cost, it's not something to use unless you've tried other things. And I would really encourage you to be using this with an expert because it's very easy for it to go into punishment land. And as we know, punishment, not as effective. And not about you, I want to be effective. So response costs are jargon of the day.